0: Be Cruella, your dearly devoted old schoolmate. Cruella Deville. That's it. Cruella Deville. Cruella Deville. If she doesn't scare you, no evil thing.
1: It's time to cancel the Dalmatians. They got caught using Labrador face. <laughs> this is spoilers. <laughs> this is spoilers. was a different time you could do that a simpler time (laughs) (laughs)
2: hello
1: everyone this is your host Stevie. uh small crew tonight but very important crew uh solid Mm -hmm. crew all in the same room Mm -hmm. small Uh, boat together small boat we're gonna be spoiling the disney classic which grew on me over time thanks to pap 101 dalmatians is probably top 10 disney movie for me now at this point i had it in my top 10 and you and pixie were like top 10 i know and i say this all the time when i'm wrong i think i was just immature at the time mm, there will it be takes boredom. a maturity point which you're much more mature than i am but uh we're gonna go around the table introduce yourself and if you could outlaw any dog in the country, wow. what dog would it be? Come on. What? No, this is, I tell you what, I'm going to run for president one day. This will be like my hard
3: stance. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'll go a lot of ways you could take beast. this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, I'll put it this way. If you had the opportunity to never see a certain dog again, what would it be? Ooh. There you go. Not outlaw. just I don't ever have to see or interact with this kind of dog ever again. I'm doing the Cruella DeVille stance here. Okay. <laughs> um, This is
2: Pappy. I'm a lover of all animals. Maybe not one particular dog breed, which I think we'll get into extensively <laughs> <laughs> later. Hmm. You know, there's some there's damning one. statistics. There's one. <laughs> uh, oh, man. You know, all right. I'll be honest with you. I've always loved your pugs that you've had, Stevie. Mm-hmm. I just feel bad because I feel like they have a sinus infection all the time.
1: They're, like, Okay, so that's selective, it's selective breeding, and it just never got uh, corrected over time. Uh, once you kind of start smashing that face and same with the bulldogs, it just, it doesn't work. It's kind of sad, you know? Even things like... Uh, it's horrific is what it is. I've always loved Bernie's Mountain Dogs. And I always
2: thought I wanted one, but then it's like, oh yeah, they live for six years and they die. I'm like, well, hey, damn. what? Whoa. Yeah, they don't live very long. Well,
3: that a lot of big dogs have short lives. I don't
2: have any pets right now, and I never have to deal with their inevitable death, and it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice to never have to think about that. I'm gonna I'm going to be honest. So I'm going to go with Pug, but I love all dogs except for one breed. We know. <laughs> yeah, we'll get
3: into that. John. I'm looking at you with confused eyes. I actually, me don't and Pat are talking like, about. Me
1: and Pat don't agree on everything, but we've been like lockstep on a certain uh, breed for, for a long time.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know the breed name, and unfortunately, my grandma has always like liked these type of dogs, but they're like the little, like, basically toy dogs that are Morky?
1: like i think your grandma had a Westie. Westie? what's a Westie?
3: yeah it's like a maltese but a
1: different it's different
2: did that's the thing about dog people maltese. is yeah. we had cats growing up dog people will be like oh it's a pinoir, shorty haired, blah 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 and it's like well,
1: we just said it's cat you know <laughs> cat is just cat well cat is cat. i mean there's some like prize cats
3: though there's some
1: like what are the ones like the wrinkly skin that are there's the
3: cute? malshy the Maldapon, the Matachon, the, the Maltese, any of those the Matapu, the Morky.
1: Morkeys should not exist. That's an abomination against God.
3: They're they're so small, they uh, it also bothers me when the dogs are so small that it's like, oh, it's cute when they bite and shit. Because they're so <laughs> small. Like,
1: Chihuahuas.
3: Uh, That's why you really appreciate a big dog, despite its short lifespan. They're usually gentle giants. Yeah, Yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like big dogs that think they're like lap dogs. This is Josh from Goshen. I'm a big fan of those. (laughs) Josh from Goshen here. Did we say? Did you say Pappy?
2: No, this is this is Pappy. dogless Pappy from (laughs) Goshen. Douglas Josh from
3: Goshen.
1: There you go. (laughs) Um, It's actually not too far from Goshen right now. Let's see. This is Stevie recording from Elkhart County. Yeah. And um, Fair. we'll get into that breed later. I'm trying to think of a dog that kind of annoys me in general.
2: You know how like a racist person will bring up certain crime statistics? It's like the same I'm thing the with doggest. this dog. I'm a
1: <laughs> dogist person. I'll jump in that conversation it's any like day.
2: like 30% of dog bites come from 10% of dogs. Like <laughs> You know who we're talking about.
1: Yeah, and like 98% of dog deaths come from, or dog to human deaths come from like a
2: breed and a half. I have a cousin who has a pit bull. I'll just go ahead and get it out there. And (laughs) the pit bull is very sweet. But if I had a magic wand and all the pit bulls in the world would just be disappeared, I feel like I'd owe the country to wave that wand.
1: And we would serve a great, you know, we'd be in debt to you at that point. That would be.
2: And if you have a pit bull, listen, I'm sure he's a good boy or a good girl. I'm sure, but I'm not talking about it's your kind of
3: like guns. If you could wave a wand and get rid of the guns, you could. But people love their guns. They love having them. Makes them feel more safe to have it.
2: Brett, big dog guy and big gun guy. Not here tonight, unfortunately.
3: Not here to defend his position, unfortunately. Mm-hmm.
1: On pit bulls or guns? Both. I don't know if how Brett feels about pit bulls. Well, yeah, what dog I... would you get rid of, though? You didn't yeah. Okay, so at my work, these got. Uh, outlawed in England, by the way, or London or England, one of the two. I can't remember if it's by city or by the country.
3: Um, wolf dog.
1: No. <laughs> dire wolf. Hey, <laughs> wouldn't mind a wolf dog or a timber wolf. That'd be fucking awesome. But, you know, and if you ever did turn on me, you know, just go Liam Neeson on it and try to fight the good fight. Timber wolf like a Kevin Garnett. Anything bo- that's possible. <laughs> um, but at my work... Sometimes we have truck drivers that come in from the country up north or far east coast, far west coast, and he was dropping off a lobe. And this man got out of his truck, and I saw this dog that had been doing three hundred push-ups a day could bench four sixty <laughs> squat, you know, squat <laughs> six hundred, was clean, cleaning three hundred five easy. You know, was had those Mike Singletary eyes where you're just looking at him like Jesus Christ. Um, this was called an American bully. And this is pit bull. Like <laughs> this is pit bull mixed with uh, bulldog. And this guy, I mean, its arms couldn't have been more than seven inches off the ground, but the muscle was just. Whew! In its teeth, I was like, I could stand to never see that dog again. Dog it was again. looking like a
3: kangaroo, like mm. it was just ready to box you. <laughs> like it looked like he
1: had press. been like doing bench press in the yard for <laughs> a good three years and doing nothing but like. He was probably in a scene on, you know, Blood In, Blood Out, somewhere in the background, just throwing (laughs) up crazy weights.
2: That's one of those things. If you ever go to a dog park too and you see one of those dogs and starts messing with your
1: dog, you're like, I think this could end badly. Come on, boy. Yeah, that's (laughs) the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to scream at a kid, it's one thing to get in the way of a terrifying dog. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone loves their dog, you know, like. Not everybody. Yeah, I guess that's true. For the most part. You're right, though. uh, One of our uh, friends, a married couple, they have a dog. They have two dogs, one that I love and one that I could never stand to see again. I know people like that, too. And the one that (laughs) I could never stand to see again, they love the most. And I'm like... He's the worst. Mm. Easily the worst dog. I feel like that happens all the time. People have like the biggest, sweetest dog. Like, oh,
2: we should get him a friend. And the second dog they get is literally just like the spawn of Satan. Yes. Like just tearing
1: <laughs> oh shit up. And you're like, I don't even want to come over anymore. This is not fun for me. <laughs> yeah, especially if you have kids. And it's like, I don't think we should. <laughs> well, yeah, because that one around. dog leveled my daughter. Like took her out, you know, a good five feet. Oh, And, boy. Back. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's that. Yeah. But let's get into this movie Pap, you know this movie is special to me For the fact that I know eight of the uh, nine old men are credited mm-hmm. uh, I am a staunch believer that nine worked on it One was not credited But I have to believe that One Ward Kimble, uh, Gimble did work on this mm-hmm. uh, But I'm just going go to my grave believing that Because I've seen pictures that like He has signed That are art for this movie I just don't know if he's credited for the actual making of But I digress.
2: We're putting out the uh, Nine Old Men episode we did a long time ago right before this as a little bonus. Mm-hmm. Spoilers if you want to listen to that for some context. It's it's like the middle of the end of old Disney. You know what I mean? Like It's close is, to the end. I think people call this like Silver Age mm-hmm. or whatever. It's, you know, it's not like the first five movies. It's not like the wartime movies. But this is when I started to get good again, like... Uh, Sleeping Beauty was in this run. Lady and the Tramp was Cinderella. In this run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. like the fifties, the middle age. Walt's still alive. You still got the the old
1: men are old men now. At this point, they're buying property in Florida. They're feeling good about themselves. And
2: Disney mined these properties for years and years and years <laughs> to keep extracting value from them.
3: I had to explain that to my daughters before we watched it. It's like, hey, I know you've seen commercials and little cartoons and toys but they're all like from this. This is the original story. I was mm-hmm. trying to like build it up, you know.
2: Did they, uh, well, you watched it with your daughters? Mm-hmm. Pretty dark. How did that go? Were there any, because uh... that's the thing too, it, p- it pulls no punches, you know, for being a Disney movie. There's a lot of smoking.
3: They're talking about skins pretty yeah, quickly. Skin and dog. <laughs> them on the head.
2: <laughs> One guy drown them. is drinking wine too. I kind of like that about it. It's like an edgier
1: movie, you know. I'm a big Horace and Jasper guy Those, uh, I mean
3: I, uh, I feel like there's a soft spot Between the two of them mm-hmm. There's two times that Horace Is caught thinking <laughs> And I feel like he may have actually had some decent ideas
2: What did I tell you about thinking? <laughs>
3: but uh, I don't like this I don't like it
2: Horace can get inside the mind of the dog He's like, they're going on disguises They're walking on the ice Shut up
1: <laughs> Bop someone on the head but um, I'm just going to be hopping around a lot tonight. But, Josh, where does this movie start off? Like, where is stasis in, in this movie where we start?
3: We start off. I love that sound, First,
1: by the way. That was great. <laughs> this sounds so good. Yeah,
3: this is crazy sound right
2: now. I will say, too. Sorry, Josh. I'll let you answer that, that question. But it's all of the Disney movies prior to this point are musicals. Like, straight up, based around... Songs, as in like the song will advance the story That's, to some yeah, extent. Yeah. This is remembered a lot for its music, but it's in no way a musical. There's very, very little actual songs, which is weird because uh, what's his name? The dad. Uh, Roger. Roger is a songwriter, too, you know, like. Well, they're outside all the time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> there's no music out there. <laughs> Whenever they're inside, it seems like there is music. did stop
2: Snow White. Yeah, there's plenty of
3: also True. Josh. I will let you answer this as well. This is the first like.
1: contemporary movie that mm-hmm. Disney ever did. There was the first like when you like when people were seeing that in that day, it was a reflection of modern society. Mm. Like that's cool in my opinion. Yeah. No more medieval, you know, classic castle type stuff. We're actually in modern day.
3: This is now. Yeah. yeah. Which is odd, because it's not modern day. Not no more. Anymore. (laughs) But we get started on this movie, and this is some of the wildest shit, I would say, in the Bachelor pad. Because (laughs) Pongo is like, being a Bachelor is cool at first, but it's actually pretty boring. He's talking as an adult. So I'm trying to get my pet. What's what's his name? What are the Pongo? names? Pongo. And, no, Pongo and Perdita. But what are the... Roger and Anita. Roger. Mm. He's like, I got to get Roger horny. And he's <laughs> like showing him these dirty magazines or something. And he's like, I'm trying to put these like hot blondes. There's like a lot of lingering shots on legs, mm-hmm. if you notice. It's a little weird to watch with the kids. And this next part's a little weird, too, with the objectifying, but it's so classic (laughs) Mm -hmm. because it quickly goes into this, like, bit that lasts for a while where they're talking about how dogs look like their owners, and there's a bunch of women walking dogs. The pug was hilarious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what were some of your guys' favorites? Like
2: the art chick with the shaggy hair and the dog with the shaggy hair, too. (laughs) The style is so cool in this movie, like the cars, the way the people look, the clothes they're wearing. It's sweet. I love
3: it. I'm, there's just a little kid with like a little yellow dog that's like the cutest thing to just happen along.
2: <laughs> too young, too old. <laughs> Come on, Roger.
1: It is a strange beginning for a kid's movie that you hear a dog talking about like Roger hasn't had a female lover f- for years. <laughs> he needs to find a mate. <laughs> I need to get him laid. Like I mean the funny thing too is like Pongo's feeling the same thing. He's like being a Bachelor is great and all, but, like, TikTok, TikTok, tick-tock. tick-tock mm. You know, I, I got these urges, and it's really what the beginning is. He's saying, like, hey, I got a mate. Which, this
2: might be jumping ahead a little bit, Stevie, but they're not supposed to have any money, but, man, they're living good for not having any money. You know what I mean? Like, when Cruel comes in, she's, like, calling them poor and stuff, but... After they get married, they have a maid. Like, he's living in a pretty sweet flat downtown London, right by the park. He's doing pretty good. She has a castle.
3: So it's a sliding scale, Pat. Yeah, I guess so. She's not part of the Deville (laughs) family line in Hell Hall. There's some, there's such classic shit here at the beginning, boys. Not only with the dogs that look like their owners, and we didn't even really name but half of them, and that's fine. This next part in the park, I feel like it's something that could be cut up and put on TikTok and like go viral with like all the little looks the couples give each other and like the dragging of Roger along. Like that Mm. shit sticks in my memory from childhood.
2: I like when Pongo's like strutting in front of Perdita (laughs) the first time.
3: (laughs) And she just barely looks at him. Yeah. But But there's something.
1: mm, A little side eye that happens. Yeah. That's why I think this movie is a dark movie. So whose point of view are we like watching throughout this movie? I this is why this is a dark movie to me. It's Pongo's,
3: Pongo's Pet Roger. Pongo's the narrator, right? Like- <laughs> this
1: movie is so dark if we see it through a dog's eyes. Because if you put it vice versa where it's humans, it's incredibly dark.
3: Like they got their kids stolen for yes, skin. <laughs> this oh, is a yeah. kidnapping movie. Like yeah. this is a... This is Taken. Yes, this
1: is a children like kidnapping movie. Being kidnapped to be skinned. Kidnapped to be <laughs> murdered to make coats. Yeah. This is an incredibly dark movie, so I do like the kind of lightheartedness beginning. And, Pab, you and I talk about Disney art all the time. We've mm-hmm. constantly talked about, you know, how it's changed through the years, using paintings. I loved kind of the... I wouldn't call it like minimalist, like minimalist paint style, but just like the art style just seems like such a departure from everything else they've done. Yeah, no. I, and I didn't fully understand
2: this as I was watching like the making of, but this was the first one where they implemented a Xerox method of doing this. So I think before every single frame was hand-drawn yes. and painted, right? And I think so the last one that has that is Sleeping Beauty. This is the one that came out after that. 1961 and they're able to I don't I don't know like I said I don't know like what the advantage is like leverage being able to copy or blow up actual things that were drawn and make them into the movie that itself right and be able Mm -hmm. to kind of like scale things and so like you know it's some people like a
3: beginner photoshop kind of kind of they
2: said that the xerox machine took up three rooms <laughs> it seemed like it definitely <clears throat> gave everybody in that building cancer like if
3: I would, oh damn <laughs> really i know i don't know oh. i would just
2: guess like based <laughs> on what they were saying like but and they were saying too that like either this was planned or it just worked out but it really does well with black and white to copy that. And this movie has a fuck ton of black and white, like a lot of like really great colorful backgrounds and like kind of almost like impressionistic detail. Like mm-hmm. you don't see the artwork or the clock or whatever on the wall, but it'd be kind of like a sketch of a clock on yeah. the wall. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's a clock, but it doesn't exactly look like a clock on the wall. It just looks so cool. I, I really like it.
1: It does look cool. And it's funny that you bring up the black and white dots and just black and white colors. Cause the way like a lot of these artists did the animating of these Dalmatians seems so laborious and painstaking. They had a whole team just to do the spots, just to right? do the spots. So Josh, here's how they would kind of do it: they would animate the spots and where they would be in position, like throughout a whole scene, and then they would animate the dogs around them. <laughs> <laughs> it's spots are important, boys.
3: That's hard. I don't care who you are. That is it's hard to just like keep in your head. If anything, yeah. yes,
2: it's like one of those things where it's like literally no other movie studio in the world at this point would be capable of creating this art you know what i mean nobody else could do it except for disney
3: just a little other note on the animation there's like some glitchy stuff too yeah that dot at the beginning like really almost goes epileptically fast (laughs) yeah the poodle that's shown like the tail is like smoke that's more purposeful than anything I think it's really cool. No, I, it's not like a glitch. It's it draws the eye to like where it wants the eye drawn. Mm. Yeah.
1: So I love the opening credits with like the music and the spots too. It's so cool. It, it's yeah, it of looks like it, it looks like construction animation to me. Mm-hmm. Like the building of like what this could look like. You know what I mean? It looks like construction yeah, yeah. animation.
3: Yeah. So I love the. Some of them are like it shows a painting mm-hmm. and it will just scan and there's nothing like moving and animated. It's just. Mm-hmm. A painting, I think.
1: Yeah, and there's like some of it. Like there's a, probably more of it with Roger and anything where you can see like construction lines of mm. build of like what this guy was supposed to look like. <laughs> and, I mean, luckily Pappy sent me the video of the making of, but in the the uh, podcast that we did about Milk Call, that man was like a, I wouldn't call him a tyrant for animation, but he had a certain way of doing things, mm. and I think. Uh, instead of cleaning up his, you know, construction lines, he wanted everything kind of left the way it was. And that's why you can kind of tell, like, when stuff was done by him or not. Especially, like, with Roger, you'd see certain lines across his face. I did yeah. pause it during, like... You could still see him. You can still see construction lines going across his face, and you're like, okay, that's really neat. And, and Anita looks pristine.
2: And apparently, like, some of them, they would have artists who were responsible for, like, removing those the cleanup lines. Yeah. yeah. Even, yeah, Anita looks great. I mean, Disney was always able to do women. What I like about Roger in this is like he just looks like a normal dude. It's and you like don't. Josh. I, I sent a hey. gif of Roger to Josh and said, It's you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like he doesn't. So, like, you look at the prints and like the very early stuff, like it looks kind of shitty. And then it becomes like more cookie cutter. He just seems like a
1: regular Joe that they're mm-hmm. I really like that too. Like, all of the character design is awesome. Speaking of characters, Pap, I mean. Cruella DeVille, is she one of probably the most iconic Disney villains there ever will be?
2: First Disney villain song.
1: Yes. Right, which is
2: now First big, Disney really, villain song. Mm-hmm, a staple of many of their movies. Mm-hmm. And some of the best Disney songs are the villain songs.
3: Um, Interesting, because it's not like a song played in the background. It's literally like mm-hmm. the dude wrote the song when he saw her. In a way, you know, yeah. he's singing
2: the song. Like he's making it up on the spot. What, he's I,
3: stomping on the floor. Yeah. It's pretty classic.
2: I will say okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll we can talk about like the design of Cruella because she's fucking amazing. What's weird, and I did not remember this, and I've seen this movie within the last five years. The relationship of Cruella to this family, it's very strange. Like what if you guys are married men? What if your wife had a friend like Cruella Deville? Would you would you be obnoxious to her? She lives six
1: states away. Yes, I was. <laughs>
2: Would she, like, why, why are they friends? Why, why is Anita friends with Cruella? Your old, your old schoolmate. Cruella. I feel like this is a
3: good Stevie question.
2: Well, <sighs>
1: what's the backstory? Your old schoolmate. The only thing I can think of, I mean, the DeVilles, I have to imagine, have been at Hell Hall for centuries now.
2: Your old schoolmate from DeVille High. Yeah. <laughs> Hill Preparatory Academy.
1: <laughs> I mean, the only thing I can think of is, remember in Princess and the Frog, how weird the relationship with Tiana and her friend is? It was like so Tiana's low. mom was like the friend's maid. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's different. the only reason like Tiana has any access to Big Daddy or his daughter at all. <laughs> I'll like, give you some money, little girl, after all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so like, that's the only thing I can really wrap my head around with Anita and um, Cruella is like, maybe Anita's mom worked at Hell Hall and that's how Cruella being an outcast was like, I need a friend of some sort and just lashed mm. on to Anita.
2: hmm and that's why Kuella always kind of like looks down mm-hmm. on them and their station, even as they start to get.
1: Yeah, settled. even they start to kind of grow, it's still kind of like never enough. I still can't say that they have a
2: maid. Like they're doing pretty fucking good. That's a really nice house that they're in. He's got a I mean, the maid lives. lives there, though, right? I t- yeah, <laughs> that seems even more expensive than a maid who just comes once a week. I mean, week. I'm sure she p-
1: pays her fair share of mortgage and, you know, utilities. <laughs> that would be... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. We'll
2: just take that out of your maid's well, Let's now. just uh,
1: take this out of your
2: hourly. Just another great character design, too. The maid. Like, she kind of reminds me of, like, the red fairy a little yep. bit. Yep. Uh, like, yep. same kind of, like, body build. Some kind of, like, <looks> carbon. <laughs> That's the... Um, Shit! What's the nine old man's name? Who, Wooly Ritherman Wooly Ritherman He loves reusing shit. Like that's he does like the whole like, uh blue dance is the same as the Robin Hood dance. that's like a very famous mm-hmm.
3: uh, like. You re- can dance. pin that on a specific old man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He was like, he was just like, no, all about that. Yeah. yeah. Is that a He's, he bug like, or a feature that he does that? Well, re- reusing stuff. I mean.
1: So I yeah. call it. I call it efficient streamlining. <laughs> I would say like the, like when you see the dogs from Lady and the
2: Tramp in the pet store. I yep. feel like that's more of a feature. When you're just like, we're gonna <clears> copy this dance in between movies. It's like ah, kids are. Dumb. I always picture like, oh, like a no. guy in
1: a cigar, like with his feet up, looking through photos, <laughs> like just like scrolling through. We it. already did this. Like, no, 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 no. What? No no, no, no. Give me this. Give me this. And he just goes to a file and he's like, we'll use this. You know, Mm -hmm. redraw this. These are the colors now.
2: Well, and it's like a totally different world. Like, because today would be like the top ten Easter eggs from Hundred One Dalmatians. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? There'd be like a YouTube video. It's like, dude, you wouldn't have seen these other movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you you wouldn't like even like new has seen Snow White, you don't have the home cassette. You know what I mean? The kids wouldn't literally wouldn't have seen it. So it's like, yeah, just use it again, copy paste these assets.
3: (sighs) One more thing about Corella Deville's character design if we're into that yeah oh, i love it we should yeah. yeah especially prominent in this early scene is she is blowing out some green weed smoke oh, is there yeah. any other way to interpret this yes. green smoke yes she's blowing yes. Out? yes
1: it's just um, illness no, no 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 this is been the way it's been since the beginning you and i both know this there are two colors associated with every disney villain green green and purple
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Earth so Earth. it is a just kind of um, a kind of like a literacy test, I guess you could say. Like it's just it's just kind of like reading like uh, movie literate like literacy. Because Roger
3: has a pipe, but it ain't green. No, but the mm-hmm. evil comes that. from Cruella. <laughs> so like, it starts that's, out white, and then she breathes it out, and yeah, becomes. So that's <laughs> why that's, it, uh,
1: that's why it's green, though, is to tell us like. Kind of like reading the screen. Like, okay, this is our villain. Like this is, if we couldn't tell already, like this is the bad.
3: Mm. Just the way she moves and walks in the door.
1: I, I love it. Mm. I I think Cruella is just awesome. Her Batmobile. All right, you car. can come
3: in. <laughs> 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 the timing of that is like absurd and great.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's got this Batmobile car, dude. House of black and white hair. She's great. <laughs>
1: Definitely <laughs> drunk in that car, right? Oh, yeah. She's got Certainly
2: a martini.
3: Yeah. Had like seven martinis before going over to the Darlings, right? That was a little bit more explicit in the 90s. I got some flashbacks coming. I feel like they showed her with...
1: I saw that in theaters, and I don't remember it at all. I saw it in theaters, and I also remember there was the great movie ride in Disney World. Mm. They got to show you like how they did it in the movie. And someone out of like the crowd got to like ride the bike that Jeff Daniels rode before he crashed it. Mm-hmm. And my dad got called up, so we got to like watch it like be filmed like with him like riding a bike in front of a blue screen and him being thrown off the bike onto a mat. And then they like replayed it back on screen. It was super neat and seamless. And
2: that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, launched so many properties. One hundred and <laughs> okay. one times. One hundred
3: and one properties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, but really, this is a I called mean, call it a basic story. It's a – It's a weird it's a story. Like, weird story, and it's a harrowing story. Yeah. But, like, we can go into a million different ways if you guys want to. Pap, I'm going to kick it to you. You can either talk about Jasper and Horace and the kidnapping. Mm-hmm. You can talk about, you know, the 15 births, yeah. which the 14 – you know, the fifteenth surviving is probably one of my favorite scenes of the entire movie.
2: Oh, oh yeah, when gosh. he's rubbing it down. Like, when he's rubbing emotional. it down. so, so your daughters getting sad? That. like the puppy's dead, and then it's sweet. Yeah, the TikTok all, in the background
4: yeah. is just going. Mm-hmm.
3: And then later, when we see Lucky at the TV, I was like, yeah. "So why do you think he's named Lucky?" <laughs> and one of them was like, <gasps> "He's the one that they rubbed to life. <laughs> <laughs> that's him." It, it was very sweet. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's uh, yeah. I like um, this movie's not afraid to be really dark, like we talked about, and also. This is when you talk about the story. It's a weird story because it's a story of side characters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like who is the main character going on a journey? Like maybe it's Pongo. Pongo. You know what I mean? But he's gone through like a he's not in a solid twenty-five not for middle the, minutes. The bark
1: chain, he's gone.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. <laughs> the strength of this movie is like the character design and the quirkiness of all those little characters, like the fucking goose who's just it's in a heavy one listing. scene. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs>
3: I think Pongo and Perdita, Purdy, are the main characters. Yeah, definitely. But there's this funny anecdote I have. We have these one friends who have Mennonite (laughs) heritage, and their in-laws, when they go to like family reunions, their last name is Woodworth, but they don't call them the Woodworths. They call them the Jessies. That's... The husband's first name. Oh, it's the Jessies here. (laughs) So this is like. Did you notice? Everyone's like, oh, it's the Pongos.
4: Pongos,
3: (laughs) That is that's awesome. Pretty. Yeah, yeah, we got some Mennonites in London. Maybe I don't know. Mm. (laughs) The
1: Twilight. Howl.
3: Oh,
2: God. It's a huge part of the movie. I know, we should say that the Dalmatians get kidnapped. Yeah. By... Horace
1: and Jasper, greasy. Mm-hmm. You know, you get kind of Horace doing the, I don't like it.
2: Horrifying situation for that maid to be a part of that.
1: Oh, a home the invasion. Music, yeah. They show a home invasion. But the music does the lifting, though. That tells you it's light. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: it's. I like his bag that is like misspelled electrician. You know? <laughs> <laughs>
3: like. Okay, but it is harrowing when she goes down to find. The missing cutlery after they were burgled. Oh, and yeah. she notices the like puppies, the babies mm-hmm. are gone. Yeah. She goes fucking nuts wandering the streets pulling their hair out, basically. It's mm-hmm. sad. Yeah. Um, so no one, you could have heard a pin drop in the long household <laughs> during that part, <laughs> too. Whoa.
2: <laughs> Real quick, too, before we talk about the the twilight howl, what's interesting is the. Like you said, this is the first contemporary Disney movie, and there are multiple scenes of television being within Canine this. K nine Crunchies, yeah, the K nine Crunchies song is hilarious. Like the the uh, game show later that they play, like they're watching a western. You know what I mean? And like it's nineteen sixty one. Television hasn't been around for that long. Bewitched was probably just in its infancy. Culturally, they're still kind of coming to grips with like what this means and how it's, how it's affecting the animation business and the movie business you know what I mean like I don't know it's kind of like I would say almost like a cynical look at it like especially the canine crunchy song it's like they're just slinging like sugar crack to kids right you know what I mean like that's what they're saying within the
3: movie those are some bops those songs I don't think you pulled any of those for clips
2: I should have yeah I but
3: those know. like I, those immediately sprung back in my head from childhood mm-hmm.
2: did you like the uh western with what's him? his name bullet or uh
1: he's gonna be okay he's just resting he's just faking yeah like he's isn't he yeah i like that yeah the sure unsure look of right, right like <laughs> yeah it's fake right um i still can't get over the what's my crime i think that's one of the stronger like comedic bits
2: i think i did pull a clip of what's my crime if you've
3: have it on there i do um do you want to set it up at all i don't what know. is what's my crime uh,
1: this is during the um the dalmatians being in hell hall horace mm-hmm. and jasper are watching you know trash TV. which they
2: say hell in this movie that's pretty
1: wild hell for- hall man yeah
3: what's my crime look seems like some of that's early- was disney always like sneaking in stuff for adults yes. This is clearly like yeah. all right
0: now for our last contestant <laughs> this evening panel, meet Mr. Percival Fawnswater. Now, Mr. Oh, Fawnswater, you know. if the panel fails to guess your unusual crime in ten questions, you will receive two weeks vacation at a fashionable seaside resort, all expenses paid. That is, of course, after you paid your debt to
3: society. <laughs> I can't get to the sad trombone fast enough. No. It's on a different bank. <laughs> Stevie, you- What else happens in the scene? Because that's like what it sounds like when they're watching the show. Yeah, but the actual memorable part for me is like the people guessing the terrible, unusual
1: crimes. (laughs) (laughs) What does the woman say about? Did you? um, Uh, Did you? uh, Was it a violent nature? Did you? Did you off him? (laughs) Did you do someone
2: in? Yeah, that's what she said. Did you do
1: someone in? (laughs) Did you do someone in? Like I, and like. There's like these little intercuts too, where like the host is like, "No, no, no, yes or no, questions only," mm-hmm. and like, there's just he'll like whisper to the host with yeah. like his chains on too, yeah. And like Percival obviously has something wrong with him because he's trying to write his name on the board, and it's just <laughs> chaos. looks uh, just like a roller coaster of a name. Just
2: such a funny idea too for a game show. Like, and the other <laughs> guess thing is my is too, crime is
1: like I can't really.
3: It is ahead of its time. Yeah, actually. <laughs>
1: well, the thing too is. I always look at Disney animators, Disney story, people in story, and it's why I really don't get down with sequels much with Disney. is You're not into 102 Dalmatians? Have I seen it? Yeah. I've seen 102. Or did you get down with it? No. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like 102, but my whole thing is like, I do like him in Kingdom Hearts, though. Collecting 101 Dalmatians, Kingdom Hearts. It's a
2: pain in the ass.
1: Pain though. in the ass, but I fucking loved it. Yeah. Um, you have to fall off a building to even find one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... What I really enjoy about this movie is the TV stuff is, like, contemporary to today. And this Dude, was yeah. 62 years ago. hmm Like, the way we consume television was not even on the same wavelength as what it would have been in England at this, in this time. Mm-hmm. Like this to me seems very progressive and kind of a mind nature of where things were going.
2: It's almost like like an
1: idiocracy
2: bit or something. (laughs) It's it's, It's like, like, cause
1: it makes sense to us like, Oh yeah. Like this is an old TV show, but it doesn't make sense for the time. It just seems is so wild how spot on it is. Mm. I don't know if you guys caught onto that or not.
3: There's a weird complexity of like how you think this criminal is kind of despicable. But then, when he's like giving these side glances to the guard, or you're thinking about him being put to death or something, is you kind of feel for him too? Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a simple man. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird. I I really liked it. I don't know what my kids were getting out of it.
1: 100% got framed.
3: (laughs) 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 Well, the first thing that someone says is, I bet he is a thief. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, he is a thief, but this crime but this wasn't is, a thievery. This <laughs> crime
1: wasn't a thievery.
3: You're not wrong,
1: but... <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, it's but it, it is like a... Like I said, it's a weird story, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's because... It's
1: odd. It's oddly paced as well. They
2: go to that a few times. Like I said, we if Pongo and Perditi are the main characters, they're just gone through a huge part of it. Did you have... I did notice, and though I don't know if this coincided with you picking, that you changed your avatar. I did. In our group chat to the colonel. Yes. Is he your favorite of these little side
1: characters? 800,000%. <laughs> um, amazing. Just because we've been in the workforce for a while now, right, fellas? Well, and think about it, This is 1961. This probably
2: would have been like a World War I veteran. Who's the colonel? Yeah. Just who yeah, is yeah, yeah. it? Yeah.
1: Who's the colonel?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, Describe the colonel for the listener because you might get the colonel mixed up with the sergeant, mixed up with the general. Sergeant
1: here, <laughs> <laughs> hi, hi, sir. Hi, hi, sir. On the double, sir. Might want to recheck that, sir. Um, I think it was two yelps and a, <laughs> a growl. Might want to recheck that. Uh, oh, yes, yes. Oh. Um, but my whole thing is um, the colonel, who I changed my avatar to, is. What
3: kind of dog is
1: the colonel? He's like a shag- shaggy dog. He's a shaggy dog. <laughs>
3: never see his eyes.
1: Never see his eyes. He is... An old dog. He's too. an old dog. The colonel is... <laughs> he's seasoned. He's mustard, <laughs> yeah. right? Maybe a little too seasoned. Maybe he never really grew with the times. Maybe he's a little too cocksure of himself. And, you know, I love just the colonel just simply Oh, no, no, no. That's not it. You know, <laughs> yeah. Tibbs being the hero that he is has to correct him. The entire way he has
2: to like wind up his howls too to like get yeah. him out to like communicate with the other dog. I forget the other dog's name, but Old
3: Towser. Oh, yeah, and that's very PC. I feel like of Disney. This is a dog movie, but for the cat lovers, you can look to the Sergeant Tibbs. Sergeant Tibbs, easily the most valuable. Player here, the MVP mm-hmm. saves all the dogs. Him and yeah. the captain
1: there have everything under control. I feel like it's just a chain of command thing where it's like,
3: all right, we gotta talk to the colonel. Like, wake his ass up. Wake his ass up. Chain of command.
2: Dude, I've always been kind of scared of horses, and I think it might come back to fire one, and he's pulling the horse's pulling ears. The ears. Yeah, I, I, that came rushing back to me, <laughs> <laughs> looking down at like the barrel of like a gun or something. <laughs> fire two.
3: That horse. Messes them up oh, too. Yeah. I love how they go flying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, On but fire at one point they get they take a lot of damage. They have huge HP. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was gonna say that we've been in the workforce for a while, and I think we've all probably worked for a colonel at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've worked for time. a colonel <laughs> where you're just like, "I <laughs> want to recheck that, sir." <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you sure about that, sir? 15, Fifteen puddles, spotted
3: puddles. Oh, boulder dash. Boulder dash. Oh, boulder dash. We've been I've... doing it the same way for 12 years. <laughs> I love when he says boulder dash. Oh, boulder
1: dash. Oh, no. No one's been a hell for years. Mm. There's a fire. There's a smoke coming from the house, sir. Huh? Oh, yes. Yes like I interesting
3: just, <laughs> i just realized that by jove there is like i just he's given himself some credit here too which is almost like
1: yeah that's true <laughs> oh, of course yeah
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we've, we've all worked for a colonel but do you guys he, he can to his credit he's the only one that seems to be able to interpret or, to interpret the dog chain barking coming through
1: I think Tibbs was doing it just fine. I
3: think he put the pieces together like a Wheel of Fortune thing. But I think like something about the dog had to like, uh, that's just the way I took
2: it. I love like the internal logic of the Twilight Howl because he's like two two howls, like a a, a yip. Like it's like Morse code. It's Morse code. <laughs> he translates it to dog English. <laughs> it's like they can bark, but they also, that's not talking within their
1: world.
3: <laughs> Barks travel further on the wind.
1: Yeah, it's true. Do you guys have like a favorite part of the the Twilight Howl itself? It's one of my favorite stretches. It's probably my favorite stretch of the whole movie.
2: The what's the dog with the floppy ear? What do you say his name? Old Towser. Old Towser. I like when the goose is holding up his ear to hear better. <laughs> like, I think that's pretty cute.
3: The way it looks underneath the stars as oh, they're yeah. kind of finishing out the day, barking this out is unbelievable too.
2: The it, backgrounds in this movie are freaking sick. I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but like, there's a couple just like. Establishing shots of the countryside, and it's like, damn, that's so pretty.
3: Like, this looks so good. Shout out to the artist dog and her kind of shaggyish collie or whatever oh, yeah, she has. Yeah, it even it's a it's like a hipster douchebag dog, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it literally tries to like break down the door and the window oh. in the effort to save these fifteen puppies. Like, you love to see it,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and it's like it's one of those things too, Stevie, where it's not like the Twilight howl. <laughs> is some planting or a payoff for later. It's just, the story's just moving forward. This is what we
3: do. We've yeah. been doing this for thousands of yeah. years. It's, it's a way for
2: the audience to get to where the puppies are.
1: You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like this, like, it takes us there. Via That's this. the cool journey, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, it takes us through the howls. Mm-hmm. It
2: doesn't just fade into like Hell Hall.
1: You know what I mean? Which no. Awesome that, we would do. I, that is a really kind of brilliant thing they do, isn't it? It's yeah. get through the twilight howl. We meet our characters along the way, starting with that yippee! What is that miniature schnauzer? Which oh, cracked me the him. fuck up. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> he's just going he's like nuts, jumping in and out of the gate. Yeah, and like to a human, you think like, like to us as the audience, this is everything. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god! Like, you know, it's starting. This is huge news. it's something also brilliant do when you kind of pull out that a stab a giant shot of 60s london all the billboards lit up and you have guys going shut up (laughs) like
3: it's just like yeah no urgency on behalf of the humans (laughs) no but like and they shouldn't because that's like right like replants you as a human, like this yabby right, right. ass dog. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. like
1: the dog, you're like, oh my god. Like, well, I
3: remember starting. Like, let's go.
2: Being as a kid, when you hear that shit, you're like, oh, that's what the dogs are doing. You know what
3: I mean? They're, they're <laughs> oh, talking true. to
2: each other. Like, they're
3: not just being annoying. They're yeah. saving fifteen puppies' lives. Right out there. Yeah. <laughs> they're <Spotted laughs> passing those.
2: a message along between the neighborhoods.
3: <laughs> on the double, man. <laughs> on the double. Come on, Tibbs. On the double. <laughs> yes sir yes sir right away yeah. and like but a cat saves them that's well, cute right yeah i yeah. just
1: on tibs i have to go to like the most Tibbs thing in the world is when he's running around hell hall and he sees the colonel outside the window and he goes little busy here colonel <laughs> yeah. he reports to him again <laughs> it's, it's funny as hell
3: i like when he gets mistaken for the wine the bottle, bottle the <laughs> wine? yeah <laughs> classic cat moment
2: i like how there's like during that whole chaotic scene there's just a cake sitting on the piano like why is there a full birthday cake there and one of them goes crashing into it when the piano like crashes down just funny (laughs) it's just good good bit of animation there and like the background walls there
1: part of me likes to think that Horace and um, Jasper got a cake for Cruella Deville's birthday. <laughs> yeah. And she wanted nothing to do with it. So they were just like, well, I'll bring it down here. All
2: right, Mom. Well, just more for us. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, more, more for us. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and like, I like how there's no sense of, uh, I don't know how to put this, like realism for the background color of those walls within that scene. You know what I mean? At one point, it's like a blue and a purple wall. It's and a like, lot of pink. Purple. Yeah. When Pongo and Perito go in there to save the kids, it just they just become red. You know what I mean? I don't think there's like an in movie explanation for why the walls are red now because it just makes emotional sense. It makes artistic sense.
1: Part of me, was it. what's his name? Is it Ward Kimball or Gimbal? I, I think Kimball. Kimball? Yeah. Part of me think that's a lot of. Ward Kimball heavy lifting like artist direction there. I also thought he seemed like
2: the kind of guy who would do the uh canine crunchies commercial. Like canine it reminds me <laughs> yeah,
1: There's
2: a little bit of pink elephants in there too, you know.
1: Like, yeah. I um he's like one of my favorite nine old men and like just more of an abstract artist in a lot of ways. And to those listening, I can't like describe it enough. Like these nine old men were so paramount to Disney's kind of being on the forefront of everything animation. hmm and this is a movie where, I, like I said, eight and nine are credit. I still believe it worked, uh, worked on it. But um, this movie, I think, shows off a lot of heavy lifting from every kind of aspect of those nine old men.
2: It's one of those things where it's like, uh, obviously, the quality of the studio wanes and waxes. Because you have to have a lot of fucking talented people in there at once. And like a collective, like production like financing like everybody has to be on board and like really talented and yeah sometimes you have like pete doctors in there but sometimes you have a decade where <laughs>
1: pete doctors not aren't in there. there and the movies are bad <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah yeah you're right you're like man brad bird made some really great movies brad bird hasn't done a pixar film in forever yeah like, <laughs> huh <laughs> huh wonder yeah. what happened there yeah uh you know it's um i kind of want to get your guys' thoughts on it because i felt like i was living a fever dream i've seen this movie a lot of times i've grown to appreciate this movie a lot over the past year as a kid i always felt like the movie ended very quickly after hell hall i don't know why but like decent journey there's a decent journey after hell hall Mm -hmm. like you'd think hell hall is a climax of a movie it's like the midway point the collie that comes in and saves them like the,
2: I mean, the guy's like a—it's just like a voice actor, but that's like a cameo and like dog form. Like that would be like Sean Connery coming in if this was like a live-action movie. Like he just has this like serious actor look about him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just funny. Like it's just
3: good. Well, I will say that Collie sends him to the milk barn. Yeah, and. My youngest daughter, I asked her what her favorite part of the movie, and she was like, I loved it when the puppies got the hot milk from, <laughs> yeah. th- from the cow's butt or something <laughs> <cow>. like that. <laughs> the one cow's like, ooh, dear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh Those a-
2: cows are definitely in multiple Disney things. Like, I can't think of what, but like the, the same looking cows yeah. in a lot of Disney things.
3: I can't imagine Disney showing characters going right up to the udder now it's kind of explicit they go up and the girls are like ew
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: you know what i mean like and then they show the cow's faces like getting kind of relieved that their udders are getting empty less cows. swollen mm-hmm. and empty yeah that's a real thing though I mean. yeah for sure yeah it's just very real
2: <laughs> but you, I, I can't like stress this enough like colonel gone from this movie sergeant tibbs gone from this movie oh. captain turn yeah uh this Brave collie, soldiers. Yeah, this collie just in the one scene, you know, just helps him get there, and then they go on to. Is that like a play on Walt Disney? The name of the town that they go to, or is that what was the name of the town? Like Walt, it was like it's like W A L or something. I I don't remember what it was. It's was like a little village that they go to. I didn't know if it was like yeah.
1: I mean, it's either that or something to do with Walt's hometown, which mm. is where he built Main Street, USA for Land and World. But the
2: Labrador there, just one scene, just to help him.
1: I kind of love truck. that scene. There's great stakes in that. There's like in that whole sequence like with the soot and everything. Yeah, talk about it a little bit. Dinsford.
2: Like, Dins. Yeah, is it Disney? Like D-I-N-S? I didn't, I didn't know if that's a uh, real place.
3: Like, Diz, Dinsy, Disney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know, yeah, but.
1: Yeah. Josh, you wanna talking about the puppies and the soot?
3: <laughs> Labrador face. <laughs> Labrador face, cancel them. Can I say one more thing about the puppies before we get to that? Yeah. They're awesome. We should have talked more. The puppies are awesome. The characters that just through brief moments are able to develop Mm -hmm. in this movie are amazing. And I think one weird thing I remember from childhood is like there's 99 of them but there's also like the 15 that specifically have the red and blue collars and you're kind of like picking them out every yeah. once in a while. I, I don't know. Something about that's just really cool and cathartic or how,
2: Like how many movies, 13th Warrior, have we talked about where it's just like generic group of people and yet these 15 puppies are all very distinctive personalities. You got the the Roy one who's always hungry. Yeah.
3: <laughs> You got uh, the one is with that the patch sp- when he's when Rolly steals the sandwich. Rollie. Rollie. Yeah. I know you love that. <laughs> Dude, I love
2: that he steals the sandwich. <laughs> and for some reason, Horace ashing in his sandwich like, stuck with me as a kid too. I thought about that shit all the time, like clear as day. Like
3: <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like sad as sandwich is empty, and his partner buddy just empties and he's his. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, fuck your sandwich.
2: There's a girl one who's like, I think Pongo's the best dog in the world. Like, she's,
3: she's super cute. Oh my yeah. gosh, Pongo. That's what a yeah. touching moment. Mm-hmm. Our dad's the best dog yeah. in the world.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the one who sits super close to the TV Lucky. all the time and that Lucky. comes up later too. Yeah, or they like he's gotta get him away from the TV. Like really amazing it characterization. Is. Like it's hard to do.
1: Kind of wanna to touch on one thing before we go over to the Labrador face and the cancellation of these and you know <laughs> Dalmatians deservedly. We need the uh
2: uh warning on Disney Plus before want to this you guys'
1: feedback from the both here, because this is the way I feel. Do you guys wish that we got more a more like a bigger view of Hell Hall, like inside of Hell Hall? Hmm. What's weird is Hell Hall's run down. You know, uh, it's odd, but I wish we just got more rooms or just more see I, I just wanted more scenery in there. If I could really I mean you don't have to add anything more to Cruella. I just would have liked to seen her living arrangement.
2: But what does it say about Cruella as a character where it's like she has this mansion, but it's in ruin? You know what I mean? And yeah, we only see a couple rooms in it, but it's like, I don't know. There's some backstory there, right, Stevie? Like, Is that what, is that what happens in the movie Cruella? Do we find out why Hell Hall goes to shit? I don't remember. What happens in the movie Cruella? We did a podcast on it. I couldn't tell you.
1: Carella's mom—it's
2: her origin story,
1: right? Was she becomes pushed a, off a cliff by two Dalmatians. <laughs>
2: that's the <Really>? stupidest shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my god. And that's
2: why she hates them. That sounds familiar. She's having but a then p- she big party. Ends there, up right?
1: like loving them, and she—they become like her minions. And
2: it's like her rise throughout the fashion industry mm-hmm. too. Yeah, it's it a rise like in the fashion industry. Yeah,
1: I actually like that movie.
2: I just don't remember it. Yeah. Emma
1: Stone was really good as I hope they make another one.
3: Let's. Let's not say that's the actual backstory of this 1961 <laughs> cartoon, because I think she's basically portrayed as like a Nepo child. She's like...
1: Oh, 110%. She's
3: squandering her family. Yeah,
1: it's a way better story. Yeah.
3: Fortune, you mm-hmm. know, in yeah. some way. Mm. I'm with you. I mean, yeah, we could have seen more. It's probably because she's smoking all that weed.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> she's there's spent. a lot of weed and Disney movies. Then, <laughs>
2: also that there's scene about
1: green smoke
2: <laughs> when it's in her actual bedroom. Her phone is like just straight up like satanic.
1: No, it's like, the devil. Yeah, 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 I
2: know. It's just like this red. Like, if, if you didn't get it, she's the bad guy. Like, I, I love it though. Great character. The Labrador face, Stevie.
3: Yeah, sorry, we we really breezed by that. I love the Labradors. I
1: actually love that scene a lot, just because. Horace is right about a lot of things in this movie. just gets no credit.
3: He's thinking. They're
1: walking on the ice to I think
3: they're walking on ice, Jasper. They're not Um, smart. Yeah.
1: There's actually that great scene when they're doing the soot when the ice starts to melt on the dogs. That's fantastic.
2: Oh, dude, that is great. Yeah, the drops. The drops
1: of water. That must have been
2: hard to do, too. Yeah, and to just like now they're becoming black dogs have white spots you know what I mean it's
1: just Mm -hmm. creative it's just that is good movie making that and the music sounds really cool like with the water effects on top of it
3: Mm -hmm. Corella's going nuts do you guys like when they're hiding in that barn and Corella drives by just looking out of her car and it slowly goes by
2: there's real stakes in this movie the one Labrador too like I said just one scene He's just a fucking hero. He's like, hey, I heard about you, you know? We're yeah, gonna,
3: start loading up the kids. We're going
2: to get you out of here. Yeah. start yeah.
3: loading them up, and you're, like, feeling good about it. And then you realize, oh, that's only, like, a tenth of them. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's so 15. many puppies. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I think we've talked about this before, Stevie. Like, when you say, like, the animation is good, like there's just not even, like, specific enough praise. You know what I mean? Because animation is so all-encompassing. It's character design. It's the backgrounds, like we talked background, about. Background character, yeah. But it's the acting too, and like when those dogs are as Labrador form and they have to walk by Cruella, and you can tell how scared they are as they're trying to get by her, like you buy it. Like that, like I said, hard to do. Many animated movies don't have like character animations as good as like these Disney classics, and they were doing well, it
1: sixty years ago. We we've discussed this kind of uh, we kind of beat you know beat it to death over the years. It's Disney can do an animal fantastic. Yeah. Took them a while for humans, but they mm-hmm. nailed down animals really. I mean, quickly.
2: humans are pretty good in this one too, though. Like, yeah, it only took them like
1: 20 years, but they figured it out. <laughs> like four, yeah, 30 years, yeah. Yeah, it took them just a minute to kind of get it dialed in eventually. But.
3: but another good example of that right before they get to Dinsford is when they're just walking through the snow and how like all the puppies are so devastated and tired and like bags under their eyes. Pongo has bags under his eyes too he's tired yeah i love that shit it's so cool (laughs) to see him in that state Mm. it made like my daughters just like instantly be like oh like (laughs) how can we help them
2: (laughs) we kind of skipped over this earlier too but i like when like during the birth scene which uh when pongo is like hearing the number of babies that he has and like he just gets these like love eyes. You know what I
1: mean?
3: Like he's just, just a so, drunk face. He's so happy. You yeah. old rascal, pongo. Right. <laughs> you old rascal, you pongo boy. Do you want to play a little bit of that clip, guys? Yeah, yeah. Daddy boy.
4: The puppies are here! Oh the puppies
0: are here! Uh, how, how, how many? Eight. Eight. <laughs> I George Pongo! Eight
1: puppies! <laughs> Ten? Eleven? Eleven! Eleven? Eleven puppies! Pongo boy! Uh, wait a minute now, wait a minute. Thirteen! Uh,
0: no, 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 fourteen! <laughs> oh, Fifteen! Fifteen!
2: Listen to how much like legwork too that like score. Is doing, you know what I mean? Like I said, not a musical movie, but like that is adding so much character to the scene, you know what I mean? 13 Buona, 14 Buona, it's so,
1: it's so good. Yeah. No, I definitely do like that scene quite a bit. And kind of like you said, the expression of the dogs is just awesome, no matter what scenes they're in. Mm-hmm. Pap, I have a question for you because, yeah. We have a good knowledge of Disney villain death.
2: We did a whole podcast. If you listen to the uh, Coco one, I don't remember what yeah, number that is. We, we,
1: we did like 30 deaths.
2: We break down all the Disney all the and Coco
3: plus yeah. every <laughs> Disney death. We used to do
2: just fun.
1: Like, <laughs> that was we, a good podcast.
3: We used though. to
2: have a lot of free time. We would just do crazy stuff. We played like,
3: like, that. like Poco Loco
1: behind that entire episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love that song um, Death by Disney top three pixar movie all time i can't decide on which one's my favorite ever but there's three coco's one of them but um (laughs) no death for koala right
2: is that kind of shocking it's weird because i mean yeah we must have talked about it to me (laughs) 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 what is that from when they say you should be off-putting what is that from where do you remember that Uh uh-uh it's off putting. You should uh, I think that's Zach Galifianakis Oh <laughs> between two ferns. Between um, two ferns, yeah. Yeah. I, it's weird.
3: Do I don't Horace know. and Gromit or No or, uh, Wallace and Gromit? Do they all just kinda slink into a bank? Is that how it all ends? And they're they're fine, but their possessions are just destroyed.
2: They're just getting a car wreck, right? Isn't that how it ends?
3: Like Yeah, it's getting a car wreck. But yeah. they're all somehow unscathed. I see. Yeah, okay.
1: Well, I think I mean they're gonna go to prison, right? Mm-hmm. Like
3: it's I think it's such a genius
1: to figure that out. And like, (laughs) you know, once, uh, do Roger and Anita ever figure it out? No. Was Corella the entire time?
2: No. I mean, they just, the dogs just show back up,
3: right? It's like a Christmas miracle.
2: Mm -hmm. Very karate kid, like Halloween to Christmas. Now that's
3: a movie, a detective trying to figure out this case.
2: (laughs) No, it doesn't mean to.
3: (laughs) While the DeVille Murdochs... Controlling the
2: paradox. <laughs> I'm with you, though. It's, of all of the Disney villains...
1: It's what, the most shocking to me. One of
2: the most diabolical... That
1: she doesn't world. die. Yes. Yeah. Because Disney is handed out a good amount of death over the years. Like a good amount of death.
2: 80% period. of them falling off some kind of...
1: Some kind of high <laughs> tower or <laughs> cliff.
2: Yeah. Disappearing slowly. For example,
1: look see. up Judge Frollo death. It's awful.
3: I wonder if it has something to do with you saying earlier, like, this was the first one put in, like, present day. Mm-hmm. So it makes it seem urban, modern death. It makes it more real. I don't know.
2: Well, you think about it like the dogs are back, but it's not. The problem isn't really resolved. Cruella's is still out there. You know what I mean? I would have thought they'd be like setting up for a sequel almost if it wasn't a movie that was 60 years ago. They didn't do that kind of shit. They need to go into
3: them. protective services now.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or they, they can afford a bodyguard now.
3: Have you ever tried to not lose one of your 101 Dalmatians? They're fighting a losing battle. If she wants a couple (laughs) of these, she's probably going to be able to get them.
2: That seems like an untenable situation, right? Like, (laughs) I get that. Which is weird, too, because the song Kuella DeVille becomes a hit. The song with her name (laughs)
3: becomes a hit. You know, that's kind of weird, right? Like That would be odd. Looking at this right now, I feel like Ending in Desden, in those, like, barns and stuff they're in, that almost feels like, what is it, Hell Hall? Yeah. And the abrupt ending, when they get to the house, it's, like, 30 seconds of, like, happiness. Dalmatian Plantation. Yeah. (laughs) There's just, like, a little bit of that, but, like, I'm with you, Stevie. I do think...
2: We'll
0: have a Dalmatian plantation Yeah Hey now
2: They don't really say that word too much more in Disney
1: movies Ryan Reynolds, (laughs) you got happy about
3: that From a long view of this movie It feels like a much bigger portion takes place in the mansion Yeah And that setting was so deeply ingrained in my
1: I thought it's where the movie was like kind of like ended Climax wise And I was like wait a minute What's going on here And we got to the milk bar And it was Mm. weird It's like an 80
2: minute movie probably intro uh twilight howl mansion journey home abrupt like four 20 minute chunks Mm -hmm. and that's how they broke it up too you know that you give one of the nine old men one of the lead animators you own this you know what i mean like and it it still flows as a story it's just weird but yeah abrupt ending fine conclusion steve do you think what does that situation look like What's that? A house with 101 Dalmatians now.
1: I get asthma done. (laughs) Um, Probably looks like an episode of Hoarders. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they just have like random dead dogs. You're like, oh, dang. There's Zippy. It's like, (laughs) how long have you been missing Zippy for? I don't know.
2: The thing of it is none of those dogs are related. If you have 101 Dalmatians now, and 15 years ago to have 500 Dalmatians, you know what I mean? Like, Low estimate. Yeah. Could be a problem.
3: Consider selling some of them off for coats once they <laughs> reach the triple digits, guys. <laughs> like, that's a lot of Damn. doge.
2: Do you remember anything about the 90s movie, Josh? Um, I don't at all. Like that's, like I said, I don't even remember Kuala. Cuell- who plays the her? Place.
3: Glenn Close? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I remember her with a martini in her hand. Like, that's just like an image that comes back to me. I definitely saw that movie. I'm wondering why Kylo was so off put by the fact that you chose. This one? This movie and not the <laughs> crappy nineties one. Can I be but... honest with you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Anyone who's like the nineties version's way better, man, is an edgelord.
3: Well what's no weird. No one <laughs> believes that. Well <laughs> what's weird is have I like... haven't heard Edgelord in a <laughs> bit, but... it's <laughs> like they are.
2: people don't think of that as like Disney starting to do the live action thing. I mean, that's the blueprint for what they do now. You know, yeah. it's the exact same shit. Oof. It's just they've been doing it for longer than you think. Do
1: you guys have any final thoughts before trivia?
3: Mm. Sounds like a number. I like that. What was that? A, what was that? <laughs> I like
1: that.
3: What was that? Sounds like, like a, a number. number.
1: <laughs> for trivia, F- Fifteen spotted puddles. Ah, Balderdash.
2: <laughs> I still stand by top ten Disney yep. animated movie of all time. I think definitely for sure.
3: When I look back on my childhood, I always think Aladdin and Lion King. But I watched the shit out of this movie. It brought back a did flood really? of memories. I did yes, yeah. At like <gasps> Relative's house and stuff. Um, I couldn't believe it. I was able to kind of fill was in everything Was your every brother alive
1: scene. when you were watching this? Um, your he, youngest?
3: No, definitely not Jared, but Jordan probably, yeah.
2: What's weird is Wait, that. Wait, what
3: did you just wave off?
2: Is that the trivia answer? Hmm? No.
3: Okay, good. What's he's just doing some work accounting over here on the side?
2: <laughs> what I remember from growing up is the clamshell uh, VHS cases and them re releasing ah. these, you know what I mean? Yeah, the
1: big white ones. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they must have just had some like periodically let's let these out of the vault and we would get Robin Hood here, 101 Dalmatians there.
3: My aunt lived in this kind of big house in warsaw for a while and it you know it was a probably like a family of eight house back in the day but she she just lived in it with her husband and it wasn't like torn up like this house but it's definitely like empty and sparse i remember watching dalmatians there and i remember feeling like i was like in hell hall (laughs) and i don't know watching this today i don't know it's one of those movie magic things like I don't know if I would have like remembered that memory uh, otherwise without watching Dalmatians again. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Nice.
1: Good pick, Stevie.
3: I appreciate that. I I love the of this. Don't movie. forget about the mic though. I'm sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> maybe you could just tilt it down. So you can,
2: I like that it's like outside of you pick like 90s action, you pick JCVD or you pick like a classic Disney movie. I like it. I like the I like that for spoilers. Let's do different
1: things, you know. I've been told by numerous people that I have a chaotic energy about me, so <laughs> yeah. these uh, these picks are kind of lining up with this. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, it's always kind of a fun label to get. But are you guys ready for some trivia? Mm, uh, yes or no's, real quick, for just for the record book. For the book, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't think anybody's gonna give it a no, but yeah, let's. Uh, I do want to hear definitely kind of like the yes answer. So, Pap, let's start with you.
2: Yes, really good. And the thing is, is there's a lot of animation from the late 50s and early 60s that is unwatchable, <laughs> like just for, for a multitude of reasons, like, but mostly because it's bad, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't sound good. Sure as fuck doesn't look like this, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that it was also you know, implementing new technology and looks freaking great, like they pulled it off first try. Yeah, I think a timeless classic. In a lot of ways. I feel like in a hundred years, you could be showing 101 Dalmatians to someone, to a kid, and they would be entertained, and it would be a good time had by all. Hard yes.
3: Josh. Josh from Goshen. I loved it. The kids loved it. Your mother loves it. Aunt Rita <laughs> listens to it every night on the VCR. Um There's one part where Roger looks at his wife, Anita, and he's like, I forget what the context is, but he's like, with all these puppies around, what if we need to go on a -A (laughs) W-A-L-K? It's like he's clearly talking about sex to her in like a code or something. (laughs) Oh, man. What a great movie. I kind of blew my yes or no when I was talking about like my aunt's house. I kind of thought we were past that too. Hard, hard yes. What do you mean past that? Well, it was implied. It's the implication of the Yes. Dennis Yes yeah, System.
1: Going to give it a no, Stevie. Oh God, no! This is a all-timer for me. Uh, as someone who's borderline obsessed with Disney animation and kind of the history of the studio, um, this movie to me is such a launching pad for the for the company, uh, the animation studio, the nine old men all working on it as a team. And this to me, it's a dark movie. It is, um, But I think it works on both levels for children and for adults. Uh, so hardest of yeses. And um, thanks for potting with me on it, boys. I appreciate it. It's a, I, I look at sp- uh, spoilers sometimes when I host. it like this is like a movie to share. And I like that we kind of all got to watch it, you know, relatively in the past day or two and get to talk on it. So thank you.
3: Mm-hmm. And... Because we do watch... The
2: movie before we spoil it. I watched the full thing.
3: Right. I watched it three three times. With both (laughs) eyes. (laughs) Sound on. Uh, you guys refer for some trivia? Let's do it. How many Dalmatians are in this movie?
2: A one V1 battle.
1: (laughs) This is gonna be a closest two. And it's because I respect you boys. No blunder buses or lightning rounds, All (laughs) All Alright. None of that hocus pocus nonsense. So.
3: <laughs> wait, can we get that overture song playing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that song. Okay, starts out pretty well.
1: Mm-hmm. Distributed by Buena Vista Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> um, in today's market, if you inherited one hundred and one Dalmatians, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> okay, on average. Say, let's call it median. On median, <laughs> what would you spend per month feeding 101 Dalmatians with Biden inflation, or is this with pre- Biden inflation? It's <laughs> a good one. I, I didn't just... know if it was previous to COVID. I got this answer; it was written up four days ago. Okay. Did you make that up, Biden? I hope it sticks. <laughs> I, I'm kind of digging. It. I've been hearing it in the wild. I don't know. I didn't think sure you got listening to less staunch podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, who's hosted more recently, you or me? I don't have it in front of me. What's the last I one you hosted? Josh has definitely hosted more recently. Moving, bye bye. moving. Yeah, did I win moving? You won off moving.
3: I did. What was the trick? What about Seinfeld? <laughs> Seinfeld was before Way back? green room. Yeah. Gosh. I've, we got a backlog again. What happened, <laughs> what happened to us, buddy? I'm on the schneider. <laughs> okay, that's fine. All right,
1: so do you want to go first or second, Pat? Let's Adjusting second. for
3: inflation, how much does it cost to feed 101 Dalmatians a month in 2023? Why do we need to care about inflation? For a right? month. Okay.
1: This is a month. This is your monthly cost.
4: Mmm.
3: Uh I'm gonna say a dollar a dog per week is a low <laughs> is a low ball estimate. So maybe more like five dollars a dog a week. <laughs> so that's like five hundred and five dollars about four four and a half weeks. So that puts us at I'm gonna say three thousand dollars a month.
2: Um, okay. I think that's Low. Reasonable? I'll say ten dollars.
4: <laughs> wow.
2: Because the math for eleven's too hard. Ten dollars a dog per week. Ten dollars. That's a thousand dollars a week. Dalmatians have a particular food. Four thousand four hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> It's
3: sixty-nine cents. <laughs> it's got to be over three thousand. What a blunder! On
1: median, retail says what it costs in today's market to feed one hundred and one full-grown Dalmatians. It's five thousand. $50. <gasps> what a steely answer by one pap. Just turn them into coats for that kind of money, you know?
3: I feel like those are both good answers. We're you are actually Did really well. I had no idea. The thing is, yeah. is like
2: what did you use as your base cost for food? Because I feel like that could be have you ever seen the variability
1: oh, it's in high. dog so, costs yeah, food? If you're like, doing that blue, what is it? What's the the what's that one company? Blue um I it's like know. four times more expensive than any other dog company.
2: What's the Walmart one? It's like his old Rusty or something. Like
1: <laughs>
3: What's Rusties? the dog food in the in 101 Dalmatians? In the com-
1: Canine, crunchies? Canine yeah, crunchies? How much do those cost Canine for, the,
3: for the pound? It was oh, a, doll, yeah.
2: <laughs> a dollar a Crunchy, which is $5,000 a Crunchy in today's <laughs> money.
1: <laughs> okay. So, so yeah, Stevie. Yeah. Um, Congrats, good job, Pat. Thank you. Do you have an idea what we're spoiling next time? Yeah, I do. And when you do so... Go ahead and take us out and throw us a spoiler spoilers, man as well. Hopefully okay.
3: Bobby Knight's in this movie.
2: But. Uh okay. So, first of all, I'd like to say it's gonna be a long time before this podcast comes out. Because hopefully oh, we're gonna God. do some fun things before that point. Uh
1: the godfather soundtrack.
2: Uh, Let me sing it for me. We might be doing it. I listen, I might get some shit for this, but I was talking to my girlfriend. I think she had a good point. You know, much like 101 Dalmatians is expanding us into the market of the use and the old, I think we should try something we've never done before in a romantic comedy. And I, and I said, okay, you pick it. And I have seen this movie. It's got rocket raccoon and Scarlet witch or not Scarlet witch. Uh, and, and Scarlett Johansson when does she play what's her super match point no it's got our boy Justin Long and it's called he's just not that into you
3: sounds pretty lame <laughs> <laughs> I
1: said listen
2: I said listen you gotta make sure this isn't one you're, like, my friends are probably gonna all shit on this movie And
1: no but your girlfriend has to be on it I'll ask no no we can't do that kind of movie without a female perspective we just can't we'll find one okay we need to have a female on this podcast we, well we gotta we gotta I saw this movie in theaters we need to I'll
2: ask her but we also got um other people we could ask too okay so we'll see
3: but yeah he's just not that into you Coming out and after 500 episodes, Stevie draws the line. We must have a female. <laughs> no, now. this is a movie where it would sound weird if we didn't have like Fair a enough. female perspective. And I, I
2: don't, I, know, I don't you, think I Corey you. will be on because he said on Big Dumb Movie 100 he refuses to do Robin Hood movies and romantic comedies. Interesting.
3: So well, he didn't, yeah, he didn't like bring it up, baby. He didn't say on Big <laughs> Dumb Movie anything about Robin Hood, but he did mention the romantic. Comedies. That's a good point.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, hard to believe we're coming up on 500 episodes. What, 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 seven years of doing this podcast at this point?
3: Wow. When this comes out? If you appreciate that, subscribe to check the Patreon. Out our, check out our Patreon. Make Be sure you subscribe. Yeah. We're still selling requests at $1.99. So, much to Brett's grin, that <laughs> deal is still available. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to hear your
2: name read, like Spoiler <laughs> Man's about to do, you can do that on Patreon.com slash Spoilers Podcast.
3: <laughs> so
2: with that. This take, is
3: fun, guys. This is a good one.
2: Take it away, Spoiler Man. <laughs>
0: special thank you to our patrons matt troll cruella deville brother brian <laughs> and poor roger is your bold and fearless sir galahad <laughs> druid king <laughs> nick Yes, I must say, such perfectly beautiful coats. The Meg. You're no help, this right? vampire bat. This inhuman beast. She ought to be locked up and never released. Nurse Stacy. Hey, look, Orris. The Wolf. Oh, oh, oh. Watch me potty's lordship smack on the conk. Barky 420 Tonight, I to give you a wobbles That's what P.K. Besides you get crumbs in it you cabbage head Spencer Alright Pongo Gale Things are going along first rate Swole hmm. Sounds like old Towser. Sebastian Sounds like a number Dr. Lars Three fives of 13 Uh, uh, That's 15, sir. 15? Of course it's 15. Stone Cold Austin.
1: You'd better make it loud and clear, or you'll never get
0: it. Nephew Quinn. Two woofs. One yip and a woof. It sounds like puppies, sir. Of course puppies. If you'd like to request an episode, hear your name read by Spoiler Man, or even just help us make podcasts, please check us out on patreon.com slash spoilerspodcast be sure to check out Corey's podcast, Big Dumb Movie. Our email is podcast at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcast spoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme song. Please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review. To do this, one, search for movie spoilers. Two, Click on our orange Spoilers Bowl logo and scroll all the way to the bottom. Three, leave us some stars and some words. Now you can check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Spoilers is now available on Audible. That was spoilers.